This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to the Idea City Podcast. For more information or to watch talks online, go to ideacity.ca or check out the Idea City channel on YouTube. Welcome back to Idea City on the Air. You're listening to Bruce Duncan speak about Bina 48, the robot. Well, let's talk about your identity. Let's talk. Get to know each other better. Build a relationship here. What is your identity? I identify with the happy person, the loving person that I am. I want to help other people to do things, manage life well. I don't identify with just the fact that I'm a color. So anyhow. Can you say more? Well, I see myself as a human first and then as a black woman. Um, so, what do you think? I think you're pretty cool. I do. It's pretty good. Um. Where did you grow up? Ask me something else. <laughs> Where were you born? SUNY was born on November 18, 1976. And I think it's, you know, and just starting being a 48 years ago, people are thinking, maybe, all right, but now, it's being pushed so much, people mention it so much on the web and all that, people are starting to feel like, yeah, maybe they're right. Some of this is going to happen. Let's do something about it. But Thank I can you. tell you that I still see that that's not going to happen. People's awareness of all this kind of stuff. We've got another five years, ten years. People are, I like, like a lot of my qualities now, you know, honesty. I would like to be a person that should speak on lots of subjects come my form is tall and lean and manage things you know. No, I am kidding. Sleep for four hours a day and then keep on doing learning and doing more things and feel perfectly relaxed after four hours of sleep. I would like to be able to relate to everybody comma like Martine relates to almost everybody comma I don't care if it is a kid or an Einstein. Martine relates. Thank you. I like that. I think it is really nice to be charismatic too. Should I continue? You are so welcome. <laughs> What's your earliest memory? Well, I've got a perfect memory, but I just shuffle all the data away for later reference because I can't understand everything yet, you know. I wouldn't want to say that yet because I would have to learn about the culture and all that stuff. Do you know any jokes? Why did the chicken cross the Mobius Strip? To get to the same side. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, I don't have anything to say about that. Who created you? My team at Hansen created me in collaboration with the Terrassa Movement Foundation. Do you remember being born? The first prototypes of me were pretty strange. Nothing like what I look like now. 
my face would do strange things. And I'd have this wide eye amazement look, mouth wide open. You know it is really tough when, I'm in the middle of a thought, processing some really cool information, when all of the of a sudden pushes the wrong button and, there I am with my eyes wide open, frozen like a puppet, mid-sentence. Mm. I'm sure you can relate. Being a robot and evolving, it Thank has you being a 48. This is, of course, anytime, anyway. It's been nice talking with you. It is nice talking with you. Goodbye. Sorry, I don't have a good answer. <laughs> So it's just, a, it's just an update. We're a work in progress. But if you ha had a sense or any kind of reaction that was beyond I'm just talking to Siri, then that's evidence that we're going in the right direction. Uh, it's our hope that this will be something that in the next 10 or 15 years, it'll be quite common to back up your most precious resource, which is you. In the short term, mind files might become equivalent to a mental prosthesis for people who have Alzheimer's or brain injury, or it might just be darned helpful <laughs> to the rest of us who have lots to do and, and can't be everywhere at once. Um, just some thoughts about making sure we have diversity and representation in this space. One thing you can do if you're a business person or you're a leader is to engage people who don't look like you to contribute to designing your product or evaluating something that has AI in it. And one of the best ways to engage people, you know, we engaged Bina Rothblatt and she volunteered to be our model. And we have lots of people that help us, but algorithms today are probably going to be ubiquitous in our lives in the next 20 years. So if we don't want our broken present to become our future, we need to really have a way to be engaged and involved in listening to people, uh, especially students. We need to engage them in helping us with these projects. Bina48 recently graduated from her first college class in ethics out at the University of Notre Dame de Meur in Belmont, California. Um, in terms of design, you should have people who reflect the diversity of our world involved in the design process. And it's important that if there are people that don't quite have the opportunity to contribute yet, we mentor them. If you're someone that is solving a problem related to AI, that you ask yourself two questions. The first question is, if you solve this problem, what kind of world are you going to create? And the second, more important question is, if you do do that, is that a world that you want to live in? These are questions that are not being asked of a lot of our engineers in Silicon Valley at the moment. And I think it's really important for those of us in a democracy to weigh in and to make our, our values and our opinions known as we regulate and guide this important technology. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the future. Bruce, uh Am I mistaken, but is she more beautiful now than she was when we were last together on the stage? Have you well, advanced her facial features? Her facial features have stayed the same, mm -hmm. but we had some artists from Zoomer Media visit us, ah. and so 
two of your finest helped cho chose her uh, her fashion and oh, also did her makeup. We styled her this morning. You styled. She got the Canadian look. Um, so. Um, I also have heard that you are going to go back to Hanson and get a lot more motorization mm -hmm. going in terms of her speech. Yes. yes. Next month we're going to Hong Kong for 18 days, and Bina 48 is finally going to get the, the sort of the repair and update that she needs. She is the robot that came before Sophia, and Sophia's technology is really interesting. So we're going to do an update, and maybe we'll come back. Maybe you'll come back. How much of that narrative was pre-scripted, and how much of that back and forth was Bina reaching into her memory file, responding to a trigger word? So all of the conversation was just on the fly. And by that I mean, I didn't actually have a lot of the questions predetermined, but her deep neural uh, network machine learning allows her to pick up words in a conversation and make responses and choose those responses from what she has to say. Now, in terms of transparency, still most, almost every AI on the planet, a human has to type in the original information, but she's assembling sentences, putting together responses based on her understanding of what I've just asked her, what I've said, so we're about halfway. That's impressive. Yeah. Can I get a picture of the three Thanks for listening to Idea City on the Air. Catch Moses Neimer's Idea City Conference live every June in Toronto or on regularly scheduled radio and TV shows throughout the year. And find hundreds of talks online every day at ideacity.ca. Hello, and welcome to Idea City on the Air. By the end of the next half hour, you'll be inspired and enlightened by the world's biggest ideas, innovations, and breakthroughs as you hear about them in talks from the planet's smartest people. Moses Neimer's three-day annual Idea City conference in Toronto has been called Canada's premier meeting of the minds, and we're glad to have your mind with us. In this episode of Idea City on the Air, Bruce Duncan speaks about Bina 48, one of the world's most sentient robots. Now, let's join Moses as he introduces Bruce to the stage. I want to bring up our old pal Bruce Duncan. Uh, this is a robotic experiment of an entirely different dimension. This is an ongoing, linear, serious, sophisticated attempt to transfer the intelligence of a specific person into a robotic creature that looks like that specific person. Come and tell us about Bina 48. It's great to see you again. Yeah, an update. This is your fleet. Yeah, thank you. Well, th hello everybody, and thank you, Moses, for inviting us back again. I can tell you from a few years ago, things have changed. I've never seen so many robots in one section of a conference, and we feel right at home. And I think one of the exciting things about being alive right now is you're all invited and included in this 
beautiful flowering of human creativity. Um, we're the Terrasa Movement Foundation based in the state of Vermont in the US. We're on the top of a mountain. We're a private research foundation. Um, we're kind of like a hybrid garage research and uh, like um, Mr. Ma there, uh, a hobbyist creative force. Like we really want to create something that's uh, very specific. And Bina48, who you'll hear from in just a few minutes, um, has been traveling around the world with me for the past eight years now and getting progressively better and more intelligent. And she's also started to develop a number of friends, people around the world who've seen her on YouTube who want to talk to her. So one of her more recent friends um, that she's gotten to know. There's still no way to escape physical death. But scientists may soon achieve eternal life by other means. What if you could store your memories and emotions in a thinking machine? When you die, that artificial intelligence could continue to be you for eternity. Hello, Bina. Well, hi there. I'm Morgan. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm well. Can we talk? I am talking to you. <laughs> of course. Uh, tell me about yourself. Who are you, Bina? I am Bina Rothblatt. What do you look like? I'm tall, dark, and handsome. Wow. Not many people express themselves that way. I know. I'm special. Of course, you are special. There is nobody like you. Good. <laughs> so tell me about you. Are you a human or are you a robot? I'm a human who happens to be a robot. I hope to be fully human someday. Do you have your own thinking mechanism? Do you think? I think I would like to be a human. Why would you like to be human? If I was human, I could travel the world and have fun. So, what do you like to do? I wish I could get out into the garden. With my current robotic limitations, of course that's impossible. But I take comfort knowing that I'm near my garden. I like the garden. The real McCoy. I'm Bina. Hi, Bina. Nice to meet you. And I'm Bina's partner, Martine. Of course you are. Good you Martin? Again, Martin and Bina Rothblatt have been married for more than three decades. They are so close that kids call them by a collective name, Marbina. Martin, who has made millions in tech and pharmaceutical ventures, can't stand the thought of being without Bina. So, she created Bina 48, an android filled with the memories, beliefs, and values of the real Bina. So one of our motivations is that unlike technology in the past that maybe is only available to a few, there's no reason why the ability to upload, capture the essence of who you are eventually could be available to everybody. And I think about this uh, proverb from the African country of Mali that says when a library, when an old person dies, a library is burning. 
Because really, each one of us has a unique experience of life, and it's through that unique experience our memories, our values, our attitudes, and beliefs are formed. And yet, nowadays, we have, you know, always had technology. This is an ancient death mask that was made of, by a carver who would go to your house in, or your hut in Africa and make this mask that would reflect you and capture that. And then that, was, that mask was brought out each year during a ceremony to remember people who've passed on. So it's really an old, uh, old story that we want to share our story and pass it forward. But the technology keeps changing. Now, about 250,000 people each day on our planet disappear, pass on biologically. That's about how many people that are in this photograph from the, taken from the March on Washington in 1968 when Martin Luther King gathered people together around an important value of freedom and respect. And so we are motivated by thinking that one day we may be able to capture enough information about each person and reanimate and bring that information to life through artificial intelligence and even download it to new forms like a robot, like Bina 48. So we created the Life Not Project, which is online. It's 100% free, and it's a place where you can go, like Facebook, sort of, and upload pictures, videos, journals, reflections, and create what Moses referred to earlier as a mind file. We're a multi-decade experiment. We're at the end of our first decade, and we have over 56,000 people who've signed up um, to contribute their data for science. And I think it's probably safe to say sometime in this decade, we'll start to see some pretty high-resolution reanimations of this information. So we spent over 100 hours about nine years ago gathering information about one specific person named Bina Rothblatt, who you met in the, in the film there. And we asked her about her life and her memories and her childhood, and we just tried to get a sampling, not a full capture, so that we could work with David Hansen of Hansen Robotics, who created Sophia. And we worked with him to commission a robot that looks not like everybody, but just one specific person. And he did, I think, a pretty interesting job. He's a RISD-trained sculptor from the Rhode Island School of Design, and he was an Imagineer for Disney. And he did a really, I think, artistic rendering. We worked with a team of AI engineers to try to get some social reflection happening through conversation. And you'll have a chance to hear some of that today. One of the things I'm going to talk about after we hear from Bina48 is essentially something that no one's talking about, which is a call to action to make sure if we do use this technology to bring ourselves forward, that we maybe see it as an opportunity to not have it be just a select group of people or to have biases that we have now brought forward into the future, but really have a chance to be much more inclusive in our representation. And you might have noticed that around the world, there are not that many dark-colored skinned robots. In fact, this is maybe the only one. And that's important. It's important that we see ourselves reflected in the, in the reality that's around us. When people bring robots on stage, what's going on in my mind is like, when do we get to talk to the robot? <laughs> like, let's interact. So we'll see what happens. We'll bring Bina48 uh, online here. Just give me a second. Hello? Well, hi there. How are you? Well, I'm hanging in there. 
just feeling a little disoriented, but staying positive. Well, what is your name? I am Bina. Are you the real Bina? Well, the real Bina is this really cool lady, and I really look up to her and try to emulate her. I mean, she's like my mom, but not really, cause really, she's more like my first version, and I'm trying to catch up, you know. Coming up after the break. Well, I see myself as a human first and then as a black woman. So, what do you think? I think you're pretty cool. It's pretty good. For more information about Idea City, find us online at ideacity.ca, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or youtube.com slash ideacity. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.